Hello, 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 and welcome. What up, my two two viewers? There's a lot of things I'm trying to control. There we go. All right, turning down this audio. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Nice mustache, Sam. Thank you. Um, that was uh. You're welcome. A I uh. Thumbs undecided theme song. Um, and uh, this is uh, two thumbs undecided. Um, I'm one humble uh host, Sam Lee Ferguson. Yes, recently commissioned by Dalton. Yes, this audio was. Wait, are we having? Can you? Are you having? Uh, Junior, audio issues. Can you? Are you hearing me? Oh, okay, Zach. Yeah, I'm hearing you. It doesn't sound like you're hearing me. No, I am. It was just like a I've little bit of a lag. Slamming it. Okay, fine. All right, introduce yourself. I am your Bumble host, Zachary uh, Junior Ferguson. Mm-hmm. And uh, hello. I'm worried about oh. the audio. If you're having some kind of lag, because no, I'm I'm doing good. It, I'm lagging on your side. All right. Well, whatever. We'll figure it out as it goes on. Uh, so this is two no thumbs worries. undecided. Um, we uh have a special guest today who we cannot speak until we introduce them. Um, it's kind of uh, a law. That we have here. We have a blanket over. Um, but we do have a special guest today who is in building with us, which is a grand thing, especially since uh, she, that's one hint, uh, it's a she, um, she lives in Manhattan, and also um, is a, a, a woman of the world, I'd say. She, she travels around quite a bit, so it's quite an honor to have her here with us today. Um, uh, should I introduce her? Zach? Go for it. Okay, so this yeah, is Cheyenne it. Ford, everyone. Oh, wait. Whoa. Now, oh, say hi. that again. Your mic wasn't on. Hi, everyone. Whoa. <laughs> That's Cheyenne Ford. Cheyenne Ford uh, is uh, a friend, but also uh, a person of uh, the film industry. She's worked on a variety uh, of films as a production designer. Um... And I'm sure we'll probably have her on at some point as, for like an episode on production design. But for those of those uh, who don't know like, uh, what that is, um, which hopefully is very few, if any, uh, describe what a production designer does in this crazy business we live in. Uh, well, I'm actually quite interested to hear what your definition oh, of it is, because fuck. I think a lot of people don't know what a production designer does and i think there's like a broad stroke sense of the role and then there's like a deeper mm. uh so what do you think sam what does a production designer do i love the turnaround um i actually really like it when guests ask me questions um you love to talk about yourself i love so. to talk about that what i love to talk about what i think is real um and then find out it's that the it's only not the reason why we do this show yeah I just need uh, clarifications on basically everything. Anyways, um, production design to me is basically you are 
creating the physical world that uh, the DP, the camera, is capturing. Like, you create the sets, you create the uh, the general actual physical look of things. Everything, probably besides costume and hair, which is different, but, like, the actual physical uh, world you create and design. Um, yeah. I yeah, mean, that's that's kind of like the broad. <laughs> can I tell? Can I tell? Way of it. Well, what do you think it is, Zach? I, I have a, I have a, um, I I would have to say it would be like say for a movie, just random movie. Uh, say you're set designing the movie Daniel isn't real. Uh, <laughs> you would make sure that the streamers and uh, the strobing lights were there uh, for the director to. Uh, do their thing. Who was Adam Mortime? Er. Uh, close. I think that's think under that's the it? umbrella. Right. It's pretty close. Really? Uh, I mean, that's more of what a decorator does. A decorator provides, you know, a lot of the physical objects for the space, as does a prop master. And a production designer really works in conceptual terms to help. Uh, create a cohesive visual language, an atmosphere, a mood. So, Sam, you work in coloring and post-production, wow. and a production designer, you know, also helps create, like, a cohesive look and works across many departments. Uh, but then, yes, then are more directly involved in uh, making sure our teams provide the things for the physical space. Mm-hmm. So I was it's right. Very collaborative. Yeah, you're you're Sam. Sam gets an A. Zach gets a B plus. Yeah, no, I don't, well, Zach said something about lights, and lights is more so like. Well, if it's a practical, yes. okay, so practical, like, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um. Well, anyways, we we'll put a pin into that oh, for so a later. Oh, I got episode. a B, and Sam got a. I got an A. You got an A. Hey, you know what? Uh you can pass with a B. That's true. That's <laughs> it's true. Basically, you, guys both pass. you can also make. You can make honey with bees. That's very true. Is that how you what got through you school? Is that uh, where you just like, I'm just going to be fine with a bee just because you can make some kind of... You also look really goth I right now with I... your hair, Zach. Like, it's kind of like you have like Thank a it's like you. very yeah. straight and like like Justin Bieber-esque. I guess it isn't really goth, but... Anyways. Um, you know, the world is just so cruel. <laughs> wow. That was quite the goth phase uh, that you just went through. So uh, before we get into um, the episode today, so basically the episode and part of the reason we have Cheyenne on um, is because today uh, we are doing an episode on basically just Valentine's Day movies. And I don't think we've actually ever done this before. Um, I feel like normally I kind of poo-poo Valentine's Day and I, I, I still don't really care much for it as a holiday i think it's you, kind of you spit on valentine's day yeah i mean if i mentally spit on it i guess um i think i forgot it was when you forgot it was valentine's day right when it was yeah it's coming up no, I, I thought it was, it was actually up, today but I, I, I didn't but we're also none of us today. a little bit of uh chiefs what do you say zach um i am uh, i think i am on a lag but i will say this uh real quick um it is the chiefs versus the eagles oh <laughs> i don't colors on the chiefs wait zach i'm gonna call At you back real quick i'm just Bye, canceling zach. 
I'll see you soon. All right, giving him a call back. Maybe this will fix the issue. This is all live, folks, by the way. Hello. Hi, buddy. All right, hello. I think we. I think this is better now. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's better. Um, excellent. Yeah, I, I was saying stuff, really, really good stuff, and you would uh, min uh, comment on it. Yeah. Uh, well, go ahead. Say, say what you were saying about the Super Bowl. Oh, I just the. Yeah, I got I got sixty nine dollars on the Chiefs. So oh my deal. Uh, really? next week I may be poor. Wait. Yeah. Why sixty nine? Six. Or because of the the sex act? Um. What do no, you, you just it's like? Actually, um. Be, because um from a, a a poker game I was in last week I won ninety dollars and so profit wise. I'm not spending 21 of it. Mm. So 69 okay. I can lose. You Sounds see? Right. complicated. Yeah. Also, Zach has a, a, a serious mm. betting problem. I think we've kind of uh, discovered on the show more and more where he he tends to uh, mm. bet anytime there's a chance to bet on anything. Uh, Zach's bets on it. He bets on the Oscars. He puts money down on the Oscars. Normally, it's around... That's not any time. I don't understand what you're saying. Well, I just feel like every time that we live together, like any you just time. wanted to the bet Oscars on. happen once a year. Well, okay. At any time that like there's something to bet on, you will bet on it, um, which is fine. You know, you're not betting your whole life savings away. I'm just saying I think that you bet probably a little bit more than the average bear. Not, less than if you had an actual well, problem. Well, can't but... <laughs> Okay, hey, fine. you know what? Apparently, bears are having cocaine problems. So oh, and also, that, hey, that's that's a little bit of film news. Uh, the you um, have you heard about that? Yeah, have you heard about that, Cheyenne? Do you I know? saw the theatrical trailer for it last night, and I just couldn't stop laughing. It just looks a little too ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I I'm kind of like blown away that this this movie was greenlit. Uh, yeah, Universal is kind of doing a lot of like. <laughs> weird movies and it, it's kind of exciting it's kind of an exciting time that these big studios are kind I, of yeah uh green lighting these projects it also do you guys know that video of the guy um who like supposedly works at uh ikea um and like it's like a it's like a series of like comedy videos where people ask him a question and then he's like shits talk them or something is this ringing any bells to you guys yeah, it's like on social right? media okay well, you you don't really have social media, do you? Besides, it's like a, you don't you don't tick, you don't Twitter, you nope. Twitter, yeah, same. I don't Twitter. Um, it's a TikTok thing. My Anyways, face. that guy is now in Cocaine Bear. He's he <laughs> plays a pediatric, or he plays someone Wait, on no, the is ambulance. That, is that actually him? I That's thought actually him. An actor who looked like. Nope, that is him. Okay. I looked it up. I looked it wow. up. I'll look it up again, but I. He looked. He, I remember. Yeah, and it's directed by uh, uh, I forget her name, but she was in Wet Hot American Sun. I mean, she's like a huge deal, mm. but I forget her name. Um, uh, in other film news, um, before we get to the Elizabeth theme of today, Banks, by the way, Elizabeth Banks directing it. Really? Yeah, she directed, and maybe yeah, she's she directed Cocaine Bear. Oh wait, is this her first movie? Which is so funny. <laughs> No, her first movie was uh, The Greater Good, which is a TV movie. But this is, yeah, so this is. Also, Zach, we can hear you movie. typing. Oh. We're having a lot of technical issues. Right. I think it's mostly just because you're, at, you're in a different location. But, anyways, um, 
The other bit of film news, and I th- I'm, I want you your all opinion on this. Uh, ben Pagley, uh, on uh, who's a star of the show You, which I have yet to see, um, said that for Me? season, no. You, the show, W-Y-O-U, not me. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, have you seen the show? Has anyone here seen the show? I've not. I don't even really know what it's about. But anyways, this is for some reason we, making... We haven't seen the show. Uh, this, for some reason, has is making a lot of rounds on Twitter where uh, he is saying that he will now um, refuse to have any more sex scenes for the rest of his career. He will not have any intimate scenes at all. Um, because, quote, it really is important to me. Fidelity in every relationship, and especially my marriage, uh, is important to me. I just got to a point where I don't want to do that. What do you guys think on that? Do you that's, think um, uh, that's well, a it, bold it, move? Um, or do you have a lot of respect for it? And it seems like uh, Twitter I, is very divided on this. Um, I'm not quite sure why I, it keeps popping up to me, but... Everyone seems to have an opinion. I want to know if you guys have any thoughts. Um, I have to respect uh, what he wants to do as an actor. Um, I, you know what? They can CGI him having sex, as we have learned uh, from uh, the movie You People, uh, where apparently they CGI'd a kiss what? between um, Jonah Hill and some, I forget the girl. Mm. But so, yeah, they could just simulate him having sex. I think that it's strange because the next movie he's doing is called Sex the Movie. But they could. Yeah, I guess they could just. I mean, the 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 unfortunate thing about that, though, is like, what if like they simulate him like having really bad sex or they like they're just out of like uh, defiance of like, oh, this guy is making it so much harder for us. They give him like a, a really small penis. Um. Or like something or a like really that. big penis or like, like yeah big. a bit well, too big this is y'all's concern <laughs> <laughs> i mean i think that if you're going to cgi uh an intimate scene then what is the line like okay so mm. we'll film you for real walking in the door but then when that traumatic scene happens like we'll just cgi that like what mm. is the line like if we're going to do that for intimate scenes then then when are we supposed to CGI and not? That seems very, very weird. But this actor, uh, but I don't understand. Is he a virgin? And so he doesn't want to have... A, no. What is, what is he saving he, for marriage? Well, he's already... He's currently married. Oh, he's... He just okay. doesn't want to have uh, even the 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 film version of or having it seem like he's having sex on film. He just doesn't want to do intimate scenes whatsoever. Well, I respect that because I think that there's a toxic standard of you can't say no to things to be successful in the industry, like whether you're an actor or whether you're a PA, you know, and Mm. uh, I think it's frowned upon to set boundaries because it's like, well, you better get used to it. That's the industry. Mm -hmm. So when people are able to set those boundaries, I think that's great for Mm -hmm. them and then also for precedent for other people. Yeah. That's a very healthy way of looking at it. I feel like I, uh, I, I now I kind of agree. I didn't really know what to see say on the matter. Uh, a lot there is a lot of people. I don't know. Maybe I'm just following a lot of like uh, not the the right kind of people. But no one's really brought that up. Um, 
I don't know. Yeah, maybe I've it's just like Twitter. Maybe it's just like Twitter fodder where people are just kind of making fun of it. Um, you know what? This could give open to new jobs, and, and not the CGI, but maybe a a double, like a butt yeah. Double well, I mean, that's a... already a job, being mm -hmm. a butt double and things. But maybe yeah, you'll have like a sex doubler. They're already doing so... it. No, th I mean that's already a thing. Um, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, uh, there's this show coming They're out. A butt double. <laughs> love to be a butt double <laughs> i think i could be a butt double we should get a butt double on the show anyways um <laughs> okay I, okay um you get on that zach uh there's a show coming out i'm not sure what the exact title is but um the working title is called augustus um but it's the new um uh who what's the guy what's the guy uh he did roma um alfonso Caron. it's an it's a show that alfonso Caron is directing that we at my job have the pleasure of coloring and um there's a bunch bunch of sex scenes in it um and all of it is body doubles like none of the actors are actually having sex like it's all you know models or whatever um you know body doubles doing it because they're all you know in green screen and it like definitely seems like there's a lot of cgi going on around the sex scene so mm, i am wow. kind of curious like why uh this is even really news i mean it's it this should everyone should have the choice to do this um well i guess because we can now. and yeah anyways um so that's that um there's also the giant plume of toxic smoke above east palestine ohio right now i don't know if you guys have seen about that zach i'm actually kind of worried about it uh because that's kind of close to pittsburgh i know i looked it up it's like an app hour and 20 minutes away yeah from Pittsburgh, that's from like getting house. into the 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 sky and like really kind of um what's happening I I so there was it. a um there was a train it's actually kind of very similar to the movie white noise um where there was a train wreck <laughs> that happened Good tie -in. uh i know right uh and um it was holding a bunch of materials that makes uh, PCP pipes. I forget what the material is called, but it's it's like the liquid uh, version of what's is what creates PCP pipes. And um, extremely, when it's in its liquid form, extremely toxic and extremely flammable. And it, uh, you know, the, the the train crashed and there's a giant plume of smoke. And it's still there and it hasn't really gone away. And they evacuated all the people, but now they're telling the people that it's fine and they should go back. Meanwhile, like, the animal life is dying and wow. the smoke is still there and people are still saying, like, I, if you're outside, like, you start to cry. Like, it's, like, wow. it's definitely not safe. Yeah. Um, and it's it feels like the government is kind of, like, lying just to get people to go back home. Like, everything's fine. Everything's fine. But, um, yeah, that's, like, an hour and a half away from Pittsburgh. Uh, which is where Zach is currently. Um, Hello. <laughs> so uh, hopefully, wind uh, the wind goes across Ohio oh, and not. Right. Oh, no. <laughs> or it, it blows it up into the air and hits one of those yeah, UFOs. And that's, yeah, perfect. Being... And then the uh, the birds just have to deal with it. The birds and aliens, um, and us and the bees and the bees. Anyways, speaking of birds and bees. Um, let's get to, um, the topic for today, which we have said before is Valentine's Day movies and whatever that oh, means to you, time. because get it, right? Uh, I like it. uh, Valentine's Day movies. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of branches of like what Valentine's Day movies could be. 
there's like the very cliche kind of typical lovey-dovey like 10 things I hate about you rom-coms um and then like so when I was doing some research on like what Valentine's Day movies are I got listings for also like Lost in Translation I don't really know if that's a oh that's a great one I would watch Lost in Translation on Valentine's Day yeah but that's like a that's a very interesting uh pick for like a Valentine's Day movie because it's really not I mean I guess they're in love I think mm. I don't know it's 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 but it's about an intimacy yeah so it's like with for Valentine's Day movies would you broaden it out to be like anything about intimacy in general I mean I guess there really isn't any role but like uh like, would you, would you, I guess it seems like you would consider Lost in Translation a Valentine's Day movie then. Yeah, I think so. I think it can be broad and, uh, yeah, it doesn't just have to be the classic romance mm. movies. I think it's more interesting to consider, like, the other types of intimate connections. Mm. So, uh, you said you, uh, you brought, uh, three movies. Yes. Uh, so, well, <laughs> since you're the guest, we'll, uh, we'll talk about the three movies that you, the the first three movies that came to your mind, or at least the biggest ones that came to your mind when you knew you were doing a Valentine's Day uh, show. Mm -hmm. um, what were those? So the first one, a classic. This one is maybe on your list also, Blue Valentine. Wow, that I is mean, depressing. I mean, it's in the name. <laughs> uh, I love that movie. I've seen it too many times. Uh, the second movie, it's a French movie, uh, but it's also starring Johnny Depp. You can listen to Johnny Depp speak French. That's romantic. Mm -hmm. uh, but the title translates to Married with Children, and it's like a rom-com that's also a little bit depressing. I love it. And the third movie is from 1947, I believe. 45, 1945 called Brief Encounter. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, it's like a romance that takes place at a train station and kind of happens accidentally, but it's also very complicated. Wow. David uh, Lean movie. Have you seen that one, Zach? Brief Encounter? I have I have not, but it's uh, on a lot of lists. Yeah. And it's, uh, it, yeah, it's David Lean, who you usually think of, uh, you know, big... Epics, yeah. But, um, I mean, I've is, seen that. What was... is more epic than love? Yeah, that's true. Uh, I've seen that on a lot of lists. I haven't. I don't know the French movie that you. I've never. I've never heard of that one. Um, I have, of course, watched Blue Valentine. And in, in fact, I I couldn't finish it. Um, I, I found it a bit too depressing. <laughs> um, and the people I was watching it with also kind of con concurred. Maybe I should give it. A rewatch because I think I started watching it when I was a freshman in college or something, um, and it and that's and that's by the same that's the same director who did uh, Place Beyond the Pines if I remember correctly. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, which is a great movie. Valentine. Yeah, um, I I also started watching that, but I was watching it in a uh, computer lab um, yeah. and had to turn it off. But I only got to the part where he's it's the very beginning where he's a box mover. Okay, so you, you watch none of it. And I thought, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's cool. the first 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, pitch, like, what what about um, the middle one, the French movie, uh, uh, Married with Children? Like, why is yeah. that? What about that? Is that also as depressing as Blue Valentine? Uh, no, less depressing. And okay. it's the most 
comedic on my list. Mm. Uh, so it follows a couple of different uh, stories. Um, and the, a lot of the characters know each other. Like there's this group of guys and one guy is married to this woman who is extremely feminist and they always get into fights about it. But she's just so over the top feminist that it it's really funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like and she they have a kid who's a boy and she buys him like a toy vacuum cleaner that you would typically buy for a girl. And they have all these arguments about this. And then there's another guy who's older and he's been a bachelor his whole life. He's always like going on whatever dates with whatever girls. And then he falls in love. Mm. And then there's another couple where they're struggling and there's an affair or like a desire for an affair. But they, I love the movie because it takes all these real topics and real things that couples have to go through and just a whole variety of romantic issues. Mm-hmm. But it balances out being funny and being entertaining, but also just being this real thing that people deal with. Mm-hmm. So it is, it's not, uh, it sounds like all of these movies are not, well, the last one, Brief Encounter, is that more of a traditional, if it's from the 40s, I feel like that's probably more of a traditional love it's it's movie. it's a romantic drama, but I find it really surprising um, how complicated the romance is in the movie for it being in the 1940s. Mm-hmm. Uh, how much should I be spoiling these movies? I want everyone to see them and and. I mean, it's not spoil. I mean, uh, don't ruin the. Judas like. Yeah, Judas like a bunch of rich kids and spoil. <laughs> no, don't spoil us. <laughs> don't. All medium spoilers. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah, make yeah. it so that it's still worth watching. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but okay, yeah. yeah, so the this married, uh, there's these two married people meet at a train station, and okay. this is like in the first ten minutes, like the woman has something stuck in her eye, and he's like, "I'm a doctor," and so it sounds like a kind of cliche romance, right? Uh-huh. But uh, it's. You know, nothing happens immediately, and it's kind of over time that they keep running into each other in the train station, and this accidental romance sort of forms. But neither one of them is, you know, they're rational enough that they know they're not going to leave their partners. And But it becomes very complicated, uh, and I think it's very interesting, especially for the time period. Wow, that's actually, that sounds... Okay, don't don't ruin it, I guess, but that sounds kind of like another movie that that I was going to talk about, um, Worst Person in the World oh, kind of vibe. Amazing movie. I love yeah. that. Um, came out, I think, two years ago. But that's kind of like the, I mean, that's the sort of romance movies that I, I've never really, well, I like, I really actually did like 10 Things I Hate About You. I watched it on a plane recently. I get the allure. I get the kind of why you would like it. But any kind of movie that just, ends with people like happy (laughs) in like a happy relationship maybe i'm just so jaded now that i just like i it just it reeks of uh trying it reeks of 90s and it reeks of just like everything trying to like wrap everything out up in a nice little bow um and hey i mean some people need that um some people love that um not not shaming anyone it's just uh i i i i like my 500 days of summer i mean i mean maybe that's cliche and i feel like a lot of people uh there's like a kind of people are kind of turning against that movie now where they're just like you know he was really well they were saying like uh he's um you know he's kind of an idiot like he, he he was in the wrong for you know kind of obsessing over this girl 
Um, no, no, which, people, people are just being smarter and know that he is the bad one. Yeah, I but I don't even thing. know. People aren't turning on the movie. Yeah, I don't even know, though, that, like, he was, I don't think you can blame someone for, like, I mean, he wasn't stalking her. Well, there was some scenes that were kind of, like, it wasn't necessarily <laughs> him. It was, like, his friends that were kind of weird. But, like, he wasn't stalking her. I think he just, like, genuinely, like, loved her. But every kind of love is, like, you fall in love with, like, an idea of someone. Um, and I think he just fell in love with an idea of someone and he being, like, an artist. But I don't think it's, like, necessarily, like, juvenile or, or like, it makes him, like, like wrong or, like, I, I don't know. It's just, like, it's, you know, everyone, if you, when you fall in love with someone, like, that kind of stuff happens where you, like, you act a fool. Who well, has an act a fool? Yeah, he's maturing. Yeah. It is. A, it's, a, he, it's a coming of age has... movie for sure. But like, I think as I've kind of grown up and gone through relationships and stuff, yes. when I first watched it, I was in high school. And, um, you know, I was like, whoa, Regina Spector. Like, this is so great. Like, all of these the songs were incredible. Like, I was like, oh, he's, the, he's so great and smart. And like, she's so cute. And the pixie dream girl thing. And, you know, I, I didn't really, I didn't think anything of it i was just like zoe grace or not zoe grace Mertz. zoe dash uh dash and <laughs> it's chloe grace Mertz. Yeah. i had a huge crush on chloe grace Mertz as well um but yeah and then as time has gone on i've kind of like fluctuated on the movie a lot um but yeah but yeah what about you zach what, what's like a movie you're you would relate as being like a uh does it have to be a movie, movie? Because actually, the only thing that <laughs> truly comes to mind is okay. a TV show. All right, you can do TV show. Um, the yeah, I mean, uh, the the best romance that comes to my brain when I think of like romance or Valentine or just love mm -hmm. is the couple in uh, the Leftovers. I think uh, Damon uh, Lindahoff, for some reason, all of his stuff makes me so like oh like so. All the romances in those TV shows are also like endearing. Well, describe it. What, uh, the what romance about it? in Watchmen. Well, the leftover one, it it gets into spoilers. I okay. will say. So. All right, but what kind um, of vibe Carrie is it? Coon, is it is it a happy love? Is it a sad love? Is it a? It, it's a very matured love. That's mm. the thing. Is like it's three seasons, of of you know people going through hardship and finding each other and then being like do we love each other maybe no but then you know with not going into too much spoilers uh, it ends in the way that it should or just it ends very very well mm. um that other tv shows that you here's another thing uh, damon uh, linda uh, lofts tv shows you go oh it's watchmen oh it's lost it's mm -hmm. leftovers um, very generic stories, but they all, in my opinion, are except for maybe Lost, mm -hmm. um, are all romances. In my um, like, Watchmen is a comic book show, but it it it's about two people who find each other um, after events and fall in love. Hmm. Wow, what is so? Um, like... It's very well done, and I the ending to left the last. 10 minutes of leftovers uh, makes me cry every single time Whoa. because instead of showing something 
that the whole story, the whole entire series has been leading up to, um, instead of showing, it's all done through uh, talking, mm. uh, through just a conversation. Uh, I guess a little spoilers there. And it's just the great acting of uh, Carrie Coon and Justin Thoreau that is just, uh, it's making me cry right now. Aww. Oh, well, and then he. But it's the love, the love. Uh, the love in that scene is just so, and it's kind of to your thing where I'm jaded as well, uh, where I'm like, ah, young love makes me sick. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say that. Uh, because people don't know any better. But this this is a, oh, well, this is a love over a long time, and it's just, it feels uh, achieved. Mm. I guess I've. Yeah, I mean, Anyways, those that, are the best kind of, I, uh, I think those are the, the most realistic. I mean, I think having a, a, a show about love, I mean, that's why, you know, so many people tuned in to watch Office. Or also, you know, it was funny. But like that, I think <laughs> the know, show, that's like a, it's a very common thing where shows, you know, sitcoms or whatever, like starts to um, go downhill after they actually get together because people want to see people actually because that it seems much more real uh like their relationship because it like gets built up over like four or five seasons which is i guess like sometimes four or five years um so yeah i mean there's a lot to it whereas like movies like it's kind of hard to do that um and to capture that and if you're if you're capturing it only within like a year or so span like oh i met this person at a party or something like that you know it's it definitely can happen Whereas, like, that you meet someone at a party or you meet someone in the world. Um, but I think it it makes, I don't know, it, there's something about, like, the longevity of love and seeing how it changes over time that I find more fascinating than just people having a puppy, puppy dog love. Because um, I think puppy dog you know, love, it's kind of like, uh, it's, what? Oh, no, I just, I, I was reading, a, I know this isn't movies, but I was just reading a comic book. Where these uh, two people who were friends uh, got stuck in a dimension and had to live there for seven hundred years. Whoa! Uh, yeah, but they didn't like a month there in there in like for them was like ten years in that world. Mm-hmm. So they when they got back, they were like sixteen or twelve years older, but they lived seven hundred years together. Whoa! Uh, and like, how do you how do you build a relationship? In 700 years. Uh, It was was another one of those things. There's a great movie uh, that is similar to that where it's hundreds of years, this love. uh, Only Lovers Left Alive. Oh, yeah. Jim Jarmusch. Yeah. uh, It's so good. I've seen it also a bunch of times. It has a great soundtrack, Mm -hmm. uh, great visuals, great performances. Tilda Swinton and Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. his name? Uh, mm-hmm. really great movie, and yeah, they're they're vampires, and they're Adam and Eve, uh, and their romance has transcended hundreds of years. Yeah, and yeah. it's very sweet because also like he gets depressed, and she knows you know just how to like oh, okay, here we go again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're feeling a relationship that is so close and they still love each other so much but they've gotten to know each other over centuries it's Mm. so beautiful but also still a little depressing they're all a little depressing yeah (laughs) i mean i i mean we can't i also can't go on without talking about the before series which i i have yet to finish 
Um, I still have one more movie. Uh, I've been trying to, you know, pace it out over seven years, actually. So I watched <laughs> the the second one very recently, um, which, I mean, the, but the first before movie is kind of like the perfect, uh, what everyone dreams of as like finding love, where it's just you're in fantasy land uh, with beautiful dialogue with two gorgeous people um, just roaming around one of the most pretty cities in all of the world. I mean, who wouldn't want that? And I always think about the scene where, like, they, they meet the, the poet or whatever, and the poet's like, I'll write you a, a poem. Um, for uh, Or if you pay me, I'll write you a poem or something. And then it's almost like the poem is, like, kind of sad. And it's almost like a precursor to the next movie, which is, like, uh, I don't want to give anything away, but it is a little bit more... It's a little bit back and forth, um, which I just... I don't know. That that movie just makes so much more sense to me. Um, it's also still a little bit idealistic. I think if I met someone after having not seen them for nine years or something, I don't think I would... I don't know. I don't hold on to love that long. That's like a long time to like have the same feelings. Whatever they had, like they... I don't know. But and don't tell me about the third one because I have yet to see it. But I know it gets even sadder. I have sadder. not seen any of them. Yeah, me either, yet. actually. Oh, really? I'm very aware of them, and I I should watch them, but I think it's one of those things where I know too much about the movies oh. that I don't feel like I need to watch them now. Interesting. Okay. Well. I know I know. I want... I, like, I, I, lo- I like Richard Linklater's movies. Yeah. Uh, yeah. School of Rock and <laughs> others. Um, okay. <laughs> Boyhood. But, uh, Is that a wrong? I'm, I'm just kidding. I know. Yeah. Days and Confused. I would say actually one of my favorite yes. yeah. uh, romance and... movies um, is Her. Oh, that's uh, a good one. Oh. I think I, I watched that, that fairly recently after I got out of a, a semi long relationship. Um, I watched Her, um, and it just makes it's a great breakup movie, I think. Because it's really about just people who are all so alone that their only people they can reliably talk to is um, a computer, which is designed to love you back, kind of. Um, and then the computer gets... Spoilers. Uh, the computer gets way too smart and then dumps him saying, like, I've had... I've loved... Well, I forget what it was, but, like... to Mars No, something. no, they said, like, I've actually loved, like, 12 thousand other people (laughs) or it's like i've had i've had like try to have relationships with like millions of other people and only twelve thousand of them which you know to the robot is like nothing like that's there's so many people in the world but to him i if that if i got that news that this person that i person robot you know whatever it's it's all the same to him you that i have fallen in love with has had you know different relationships but is currently in love with 12,000 other people, <laughs> I would be like, what is love? You know, I mean, every time you're in love, you're like, this is the most special, unique thing, and no one else has this that I have right now. Um, and everyone feels that way. I think that's walking... I, I, that's one, I think that's my favorite Walking Phoenix movie. That's yeah. Just, uh, it's right on the spot with him. Being weird, but not too weird. Yeah. Now, um, and Spike you... Jones, if you're listening, come back to us yeah. or make another feature film, please. 
Now, do you guys think that um, your how much do you think you were um, uh, affected by watching romance movies growing up? Do you think that there was like you you took what you saw on the big screen and like used it at least for the first few relationships? Um, you were kind of uh, had an impression from movies on what was love that might have been healthy or unhealthy. I don't know. I I don't think so, but I'm trying to think about particularly romantic moments in movies that I watched as a kid Uh, because I used to watch just a couple of movies over and over and over again. And uh, I mean, after Pirates of the Caribbean, I did wish that my first love would be a pirate. There you go. Uh, That is true. There you go. (laughs) But I don't necessarily (laughs) think... Uh, yes, actually. Wow. I mean, I'm from New Orleans. The pirates, they're kind of... The, yeah, that's, actually, that's the whole dating scene there. That's, yeah, <laughs> the hinge there is probably just a bunch of swashbucklers. <laughs> it is, it is. Um, but yeah, other than that, I don't think I necessarily had a false sense of romance because of movies. Hmm, that's healthy. <laughs> <laughs> and you, Sam, how did you I, feel? Uh, I think I definitely did. did. It mess you up? I think... Uh, I thought that, um, when I was younger, that, uh, I don't know. I guess I, I just thought that, like, I would, it, like, the, those rom-coms of, like, not that I watched a whole lot of rom-coms, but I think I thought, I think I thought, um, that if I just be quirky, um, everyone will love me, and... I don't need to ever do any work oh. or I don't know. I don't know what, but I, I thought it would be a lot easier, I guess. I thought it would be like a lot easier to like, uh, to date and to like, I thought it would just be simple, I guess. Cause I mostly like watched these happy kind of movies. Um, and I don't think I really, I don't know. I can't even really think of like the first, I like loved like, yeah, like the, the, not like the typical ones, but like I loved, trying to think like Greece <laughs> or uh most of that kind Uh-oh. of like musical maybe I was more inspired by like musical movies like sound of music they stayed I remember love. they fought I, they almost they, the yeah, Nazis even couldn't even the get between Nazis. them <laughs> so I mean I, you know, I even as a kid yeah I thought Greece was kind of messed up how it ended Whoa. yeah I like I feel like they're pro- I just I always had a problem with that. Just it was like I love Greece and I love that song, but I'm like, oh, Sandy, you don't have to unless you like being yeah. a greaser or whatever. Yeah, that culture is. I don't know why um, that that is like such a weird ending where, well, he was getting ready to change for her, and then she kind of just beat him. And to then he's it. like, oh, cool. Yeah, and he's like, oh, well, I'll go with this. So she was the first one to really. Yeah, and apparently he already had, and he had the clothes underneath, or or he put on his jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or he turned back into a greaser really quickly. Yeah. Well, regardless, you know, it was kind of like a, a fairy tale. Never gave up. Fairy tale ending, and I think I was also inspired by like Pixar and that kind of stuff because I don't think I really watched any like serious uh, romance movies. Like, also another one that I we should talk about is. Um, uh, what's it called? Um, Eternal Sunshine of Spotless Mind. Mm. I mean, another great oh. like 
sad kind of realistic depiction of what love can be and like the long terms effects but also from like a fantasy kind of lens um have you seen that Cheyenne? Flashback? uh yeah it's a great movie that's mm-hmm. a i'm yes. trying to remember exactly how that one resolves um uh, spoilers yeah. uh so you've seen it though so yeah i'm not spoiling for you at least um it ends basically and the ending is like the best part um where they both get um uh or they 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 both they get like the the recording that they do before they wipe their brain about why they don't like this person the other person and it looks extremely intense and like very specific you know things that like only if you've been in a relationship with so long with Mm -hmm. someone so long that you give and they both get them that the they're you know, their ex had, and they listened to them, mm-hmm. and they still, they kind of meet up, I, uh, and, like, they remember that they wiped, you know, each other. Yeah. And then they're just, like, basically she said, like, don't try to, like, use me as, like, your consolation prize, or, like, don't try to, I'm just, like, a fucked up girl who's just trying to find peace of mind, is what she said. Mm-hmm. Um and I think it's kind of ambiguous if they like did get back together or something, but it kind of, it was kind of hopeful where it was like, neither of them were really hurt by what the other person said because mm-hmm. they both know that they both said equally horrible things about each other. Yeah. Um, and then it kind of just ends. Um, but yeah, I mean that's the sort of thing that like after you like have been with someone for so long, there's a different way of looking at relationships um, and also just time in general. You don't have to like be in like a long relationship to have this, but like these kind of movies that are like, obviously this person has been in serious relationships that have, you know, people change over relationships and it's, it's not just, you know, the beginning. Um, I just find much more comfort watching those movies Mm -hmm. because you feel much more seen as a person. Uh Yes, Zach? Uh, to bring it kind of somewhat full circle in a way, but um, I have not seen the movie The Worst Person in the World. Uh, why would you recommend it to those out. who said it? Yeah, it's you really can't good. watch it now. It's done. It's great because it's, oh, it's, it's, uh, well, it's when done. I watched it, I, um, it's coming out on. I had just gotten semi out of a relationship, so I was kind of bummed by watching it, frankly. Uh, now I feel like I need to rewatch it. Um, and it's just, it's another realistic depiction of, uh, someone figuring out love and what that can do to other people. Um, or like the effects that like, and it's kind of weird cause it's like the worst person in the world, but she really isn't. It's just like, she's just trying to figure her, her, her mind out. Um, and, uh. Yeah, it's just it's just another movie about someone very realistically trying to figure out what love, what they want in a in a partner, or what they want in in just having someone around in general. Um, so, and that's another one where it's like never really completely resolved because um, it is it's all kind of random. Um, this game that we play called love relationships but i don't know yeah uh, i know it's coming to the criterion collection so 
Hmm. It's great. Have it, you seen the director's is, other um, um, so I was just, movies as well? I've always wondered. What 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 else did they do? Uh, he also did um, whatever it's called, August thirty first Oslo or Oslo August thirty first, mm. whatever that title is. Um, but Ooh. I think that his movies are really great, real, mm. character-driven, authentic kind of portrayals. And uh, so if you liked his other movie, I feel like this one's a great romantic version of what he does with stories and characters. Hmm. All right. I'll have to check him out. Maybe we'll do an episode on him, actually. Because I did. I mean, I, I love that movie. Um, another thing uh, I wanted to talk about. Well, actually, I think the best... Uh, in my opinion, the best like simple love movie that also takes place over a long period of time um, is When Harry Met Sally, which is kind of like a classic. I've never mm. seen it. Really? <laughs> I've never seen it. I feel like it's a perfect. Have you seen it, Zach? I have. I saw it in college, and I really liked it. It was a. I was. I was thoroughly enjoyed because it's known really for that one like famous scene where like yeah. I'll have what she's having. Yeah. Um, yeah. The orgasm scene. Yes. But it really is uh, a funny, uh, well-done Ryan uh, Rob Reiner movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I mean, everybody's great in it. But well, it's just, it's a perfect... He directed it. It's a perfect... Because it is, like, very 80s, like, you know, happy ending, spoilers, they do get together. But, like, it takes but place over, another, like, 20 it, years or something. And it, like, jumps from when they first meet, mm. and they really don't like each yeah. other when they first meet. Like, they kind of hate each other. And then when they meet each other again, like, I think they're 20, they're both 26. She's dating, has started dating someone else. He's getting married. And again, they don't really love each other, but they're kind of like, yeah, he's fine, whatever. And then it fast forwards another four years, and they, like, meet at a bookstore, and, like, they've just got, both gotten out of a relationship and then it, they just become friends. And then it like fast forwards another four years. And then, you know, so it's like a, it's a perfect kind of uh, movie about like how long a relationship can still have an effect on you. Um, and how long, not that you're still like into them, but like just how long like getting out of a serious relationship still has effects on you. And like, and you know, you, another relationship can evolve in so many different ways. And I just feel like being on Hinge so much, because I, I did a lot of Hinge back in the day, it's just kind of, it made me so jaded to like everything. Um, Jaden Derulo over here. Jaden Derulo. Um, but, yeah, I, uh, yeah, that's kind yeah. of a movie I do like where it takes a long period of time. Uh, by the way, fun fact about that movie, that movie when he's describing the um, the uh, the wagon wheel table as a test for Buzz Lightyear for Toy Story. Uh, if you look it up, it's really funny. Wait, sorry, uh, you broke imagine up. Imagine Buzz Lightyear. Uh, uh, Toy Story, John uh, Landis, or whatever his name is, Lassiter, used, they used um, a clip from uh, when Ma- Harry met Sally with uh, Billy Crystal mm-hmm. for Buzz Lightyear. And oh. they used the scene where he's talking about the it's really it's really weird seeing billy crystal's voice on buzz lightyear i hmm. suggest looking it up it's hmm. very funny hmm. all right lots of little fun facts yeah. about uh uh romance movies um 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, so uh, any it's, any other final things? We have we have about uh, seven minutes left or something. Uh, normally around this time, we we just kind of throw it up and talk about something that we've seen in general that doesn't necessarily have to be about uh, romance or Valentine's Day, just a movie that you would want to recommend to the world. But before we do that, um, any final thoughts on love and movies and uh, what you think of them? I love them. I think there should be more fun, unconventional stuff like, uh, yeah, falling in love with a a robot or falling in love with a toaster. I I watched um, her and I watched Ex Machina back to back when they both came out. And um, let me just tell you, it made me. I think that was a very transformative period in my life where I was like, I can't trust robots ever (laughs) because I'm just going to fall in love with them. Um. If they say one nice and thing to me, if there's just like, I need you to save me from someone, and I'm like, whoa, then they'll lock me in a prison forever. Sorry, that's, I'm not, I'm not saying what movie that was. Um, but anyways, all right, so what's I have the, a, yeah, what I have a great segue off of that. Oh, fuck yeah. All right, what? <laughs> Last night I saw Megan. <gasps> have you guys seen it? No, <laughs> I was going to watch it. No. But what's I want to see Meg Green. Uh, I don't know. I I think I liked it more than I expected to. Uh, but then sometimes it was just so cheesy that as soon as I started to like it, I'm like, okay, this is kind of lame again. But but I thought it was cool. Uh, mm-hmm. Would I recommend it? I think only if you're interested in topics of AI or children's toys. Or uh, okay. scary robot movies. I mean, is it kind of just like Chucky, except with? Dancing? I think it. Well, there's some nice like sentimental scenes, Megan. and I think that the way that they incorporate like characters is <laughs> nice. But then okay. sometimes it's cheesy, and it's like either be sentimental or be like campy, you mm-hmm. know. But I think they were trying to be a little bit of both sometimes. Mm. How's the set design? It was a little bit bland. I don't know. There was a lot of stuff from Target. I was like, I know that really? lamp is from Target. I bought it last week. Whoa. <laughs> um, but I mean, the doll looked amazing. Uh, you know, I don't know who their special effects makeup team was, but it looked really great. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the effects looked really awesome. Uh, so there were there were great things, but. Go see it and let me know what you think because hmm. I'm, I'm still trying to... I'm two thumbs undecided. There you go. <laughs> That's how we are here. Yeah. Which one would you prefer, though? Pinocchio I want, I want or that. Megan? Uh, Pinocchio is amazing. <laughs> I love I Pinocchio so much. Everyone go see Del Toro's Pinocchio. I, I, I didn't <laughs> love it as... And the MoMA exhibit. The MoMA I love that. great. Yeah, I, I yeah, thought, you guys are lucky in New York. With well, I'm sure it'll come to Pittsburgh at some point if it's not a toxic better. wasteland. I... <laughs> All right, give us some movies, Zach. Oh, you have four minutes. Real quick, okay, yes. Um, I recently um, watched Mike Lee's uh, Another Year. Uh, Mike Lee did uh, oh. the movie Naked and um, Topsy Turvy. Uh, and I watched, I watched this movie, It's Another Year, which actually involves love about two couples – who are happily married, um, and then, but everybody, are, like in bad relationships or beginning new relationships, and uh, I would recommend it. It's really good. It's got a lot of um, great cast. Uh, it ends uh, 
it it was not a good movie to watch trying to be happy. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> so if you're it trying, you if little, you're deeply depressed, you a little sad. Uh, don't watch this movie. All right, good call. Yeah, but I will say the people who are happily in love stay happily in love. Well, but spoilers. the last shot, well, okay, go watch it. It's fun. I mean, um, it's a good movie. And then uh, I watched uh, a movie. So Criterion has like a bunch of uh, um, you know special movies for their Halloween or not Halloween Valentine's Day stuff like <laughs> love movies. They're already doing Halloween as well. Um, but uh, yeah, starting early. The the one that I saw was the first movie by. Do you know how to pronounce this person's name, the director? Mm, no. Steven okay, Spielberg. I'll let you butcher that. Laus cracks. Um, that was pretty bad. I think oh, you could have done better than that. I, he's French and um, L E O S space C A R A X. Um, he was the director of most famously uh, Holy Motors. Um, and uh, his first movie ever uh, was this little movie called, uh, at least in English, it translates to Boy Meets Girl. Um, it is, I really love um, that kind of like French movies in like the 80s, like indep independent movies in the 80s was like a very fascinating time where there was a lot of budget, but there wasn't as much of like a drive to like make everything fat flashy there was much more an emphasis on like the set design and a much more emphasis on like still imagery um like paris texas and stuff like that and that kind of translates over into france as well um but like there's that movie Ooh, there's, good love movie. there's also a movie diva um uh that's similar um that's a french movie from like the early 80s but um this movie boy meets uh, girl extremely visually it's been black and white extremely visually incredible um the movie is a little bit gives kind of fill uh film bro vibes where it's kind of mm -hmm. like i don't know it's a little bit like breathless where it's just a little uh little over the top kind of love um but i would definitely recommend i think it, it's just uh how it's edited together um, and the set design and everything was incredible. Um, but I would give it out. I, I think I've decided that I liked it. And that's about as good as anyone can get. Thanks. What was the name of this again? Boy Meets Girl. This is Boy Meets Girl. Boy okay, meets girl. I'll check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that's this episode of Two Thumbs Boy Inside. Meets Girl. Uh, tune in next week um, where we will we'll have a really good episode, I'm sure. Um, it's going to be wild. Thanks for thank joining. You, Shine. Good Thanks for having me. 